We're living in a time where things are difficult for people in this whole pandemic. And I've talked to a few people who are like, this is the worst time in my life. And I considered that thought and I was like, well, it's a bad time, but this is clearly not the worst time in my life personally. Worst time in my life was um, my friends always say that I should do comedy. So I went out to this um, open mic. It was kind of like a, uh, a dinner slash open mic thing. And they say, you know, you're funny. And they drink a lot. So they're like, you should, you should do comedy. So I went to this event and they convinced me to go up and do some comedy for um, the open mic. And I thought, I don't really want to. I don't really uh, think that I'd be good at doing comedy. So I explored my other options. I thought, well, I do magic, but uh, that's lame sauce. And the crowd doesn't really look like they're on drugs. So I ruled that out. Then I thought, well, I also play guitar, so maybe I'll, I'll play guitar. But I couldn't because there was already three other people that had played guitar. And the last guy that did played it without any arms. And, um, yeah, he played Thunderstruck with his feet. It was, it was phenomenal. And the only way that I could top this would be to put the guitar over on the corner of the stage and play it with my mind. And I couldn't do that, so I thought... All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do comedy. So I went up and I I did a little bit of a a set. I just joked around some of the jokes I had pre-written for some of my podcasts and YouTube and all that, and it went pretty well. About 47% of the audience was into it, and that's almost half. So I I was pretty excited about it. So not only did I get laughs, I also got a life lesson out of this experience, and I learned that 53% of people do not like comedy unless they specifically buy a ticket to go see a comedy show. So after the show, a guy came up to me and he was like, that was really good, man. And I said, thanks. And he said, hey, would you want to do my son's birthday party? And I said, "Uh, I'm not your clown. And he said, well, come on, man. Just do about 20 minutes and I'll give you $400. And I said, well... Since you phrase it that way, alright, I'll do it. So I go and I do this kid's birthday party, and I walk into this house, and these kids are just animals, right? And I knew I'd made a mistake, and I shouldn't be there. But I already committed to this, so I was going to do it. And I went up, and I was about to start, and I thought, I'm going to do this like a professional, right? I'm going to do this like a comedy act, so... I get up and I'm like, hey, how's everybody doing? And uh, nobody cared. I look and the birthday boy is on his cell phone doing his live stream. Hey, as soon as this lame comic is done with his set, I'm going to open up gifts, fam. So send those likes. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to use my situational awareness and I'm going to gear the material towards what's going on. And what's going on right now is a birthday party. So I'm like, hey, you know when you're eating cake? And the birthday boy was like, I can't have cake. So now I've got this heckler, which would have been exciting 
doing comedy because the back and forth with the heckler usually makes the show better, but this wasn't like a normal heckler. I couldn't treat this like a normal heckle situation. I couldn't be like, hey, listen, you privileged little fuck. I was up all night coming up with material, and I drank a lot of fortified coffee drinks. The good kind, $4 a fucking can, all right? And your father paid a lot of money for this. So maybe you should just sit back, be quiet, maybe laugh a little bit before your live stream viewers get a view of the inside of your stomach when I shove that cell phone down your fucking throat. I couldn't do that. A room full of nine-year-olds would have been horrified. This was not going well. This was not going well at all. So I decided to involve the birthday boy into the conversation and that was my second mistake. And I said, why can't you have gluten? And he's like, I'm allergic. And I said, so what? You don't need an EpiPen for my cake jokes, bud. Can you throw me a bone here? I'm already failing. So this was not going well. Eventually the kids, they started getting like agitated and they were slapping balloons at me. I felt like Taylor Swift opening for Slipknot. I did not belong there. I see his dad over in the corner like, Yeesh. He's got his cell phone down by his waist with his bank app open, canceling the e-transfer he sent me. So I'm stumbling through this set and I start grasping at straws, trying to get the kids back into this. I'm like, hey, you know, anybody want to see a magic trick? Is anybody high? You know, it's, it's just not working out. So I finish up and I'm over in the corner and I'm crying into a piece of cake and this little girl with two boys comes over and she says, do you do magic? And I said, yeah, I do. She said, well, can you show me a magic trick? I said, yeah, little girl, I can, I can show you a magic trick. And then she says, but just so you know, I already checked behind my ears and there's no quarters, so don't do that one. And the little boys left and that was one more laugh than I got. This random little girl at the party was funnier than I was, so it was kind of a blow. So I showed her the trick and she was like, that was really good. And I said, thank you, little girl. So the pandemic being the worst time in my life, it's not for me. Aside from the kindness of that little girl, that was the worst time in my life. And now before I go any further, um, I wanted to say that the story that I just told is 100% not true. Um, none of that ever happened. And I believe in honesty in comedy. So um, I, th I thought, you know, I'd just throw in a cute little story to start this off. And hopefully you laughed, unlike those kids at that birthday party that never happened. But now that I got your trust, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the pandemic and how things are weird in this time, in this 2021 People are, are losing their minds. We're, we're also in this very sensitive time in the world that, that you can't say anything. People are offended by everything. We have this event. It's a week before Black Friday in our city that for the longest time, my whole life, 37 years, we called it Midnight Madness. For 37 years of my life, we called this Midnight Madness. But now, in the world we live in, it is now called 
moonlight mania. This is what the pandemic is doing. People are isolated. Their mental health is going down. They're getting sensitive about every little thing. We can't call it midnight madness anymore. Why? Here's why I think we can't call it midnight madness is because we can't use the word madness. That's become the M word. Can't say madness. That's offensive. I see on YouTube people blanking out the word blood and hell and died. Well, he died, but they blank it out. Censorship gone too far, and now it's coming into the shopping world and everyday life. We can't call it midnight madness. Can't say madness. That's a bad word. And we can't say midnight because we don't want to offend the people that go to bed before midnight. So let's call it something else. Moonlight. Moonlight. That's very, very highly unoffensive. Mania is kind of fitting because everybody's going manic trying to get the perfect Christmas gifts and get them early and everything. So here we are. I never thought in all my life that it would come to this where we can't use words. People are afraid of words. People are offended by everything. And it's sad, it really is, because it makes things hard. It makes humor hard. And in this pandemic, we need to laugh. We need our sense of humor. We need stuff that's blown so out of proportion that we can just laugh at it. People are wearing masks while they're driving by themselves in a closed car. It's a little ridiculous, and if you can't laugh at that, and if you're one of those people that can't laugh at yourself for doing that, we got a problem. The humor is going away, and that's a scary thing. That's scarier than any virus. Another big thing is the planet. Everybody's scared of the planet. They're scared that the bees are going to go away. They're scared of climate change. They're scared of all this stuff. And they're working themselves into this panic of, what can I do to help this before it all goes tits up? A lot of my friends are like that. Dude, you got to save the bees, dude. You got to save the bees. Why? Why do we got to save the bees? Why are all these heroes emerging now? Oh, save the bees, man. What do we need bees for, dude? Honey? No, it's way worse than that. Dude, if the bees go away four years from now, humans are going away. And I'm like, good. I don't like people anyway. And then if the world just ends and goes away because we killed the bees, then you know what? The planet will just heal because we'll be gone and we won't be polluting it anymore and we won't be killing things anymore. And then in the afterlife, you can take a breath and you can shut up. That's that humor thing. They're taking themselves a little bit too seriously. Oh, we gotta save the planet! What, what, what do I look like? A superhero to you? Gotta save the planet? Let Spider-Man save the planet, okay? I got shit to do. We need humor. We need jokes. We need laughter. Because right now, there's so much out there that's bad for you. And laughing and joking and seeing a lighter side to things is good for you. It's good for us, it's good for our mental health. It's good to laugh when we aren't supposed to, when we're supposed to be living in fear and everything is bad. We need some good and we need to laugh and we need to smile about things. There's a lot that we need to take seriously but there is stuff that we can make light of. 
Besides, you know what they say, tragedy plus time. In order to stay sane, we can't be sitting around getting offended by everything. We can't be changing the language. We can't be shying away from jokes. There's a time and a place for jokes. I understand that. There's also context of jokes. I get all that. But people are not laughing in this day and age anymore. They're all struck with fear. Scared to leave the house. Scared they're gonna catch this. Scared they're gonna catch that. They're not interacting with other human beings other than through a computer screen. To save the planet. What about us?